0: Who's under there? I wonder. I want to know what I can't see. Who's under there? I want to talk about this and this you. Who's under there?
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Mass Singer Rahapa podcast, where every week we talk about the latest on masked, we talk about the other performers, we judge the guesses of the judges, and we have a good time doing all of it. I am your host, Puya, the Pinwheels and Vakili, ready to talk all about episode 12, a.k.a. the Group B finals, a week away from the final finals. A week away from the show being done for its sixth season, which is wild to think of. But before we get into any of that breaking down, let's bring in my partner and everything. The one, the only Liana, the mannequin Boris. Liana, how are you doing today?
2: (laughs) Oh, you know, just posing for clothes like a mannequin. Or is it more like a crash test dummy? Can I be a crash test dummy instead? Because I'm a dummy.
1: You are a dummy. You're a big dummy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I save people's lives. <laughs> JK. JK. I don't do anything useful. Anyway, yeah, I'm good. I'm happy that we are, what, 66% of the way done. I'm no voce. Trying to do the math here. Uh, done with the f- the, f- the finale, the finals. Uh, done with the groups. And now we have mono e mono for the finale. And I am... I'm excited. Ultimately, I think the outcome that I was expecting happened, which I feel comfortable with. And I'm happy that we're getting the Queen of Hearts going up against the Bull.
1: I will say, I agree with all the things you just said. I do think that this was a closer matchup than last week's matchup personally
2: yeah i would say i would say that as Mm -hmm. well i did see an article that popped up on you know how google has that curated list of articles or whatever if you scroll left on your phone i don't love it (laughs) so i don't really go there either but i'm trying to get used to this navigation on the phone and so i'm finding myself accidentally wandering into the the jungle that is the curated articles and the top one was something about like Catherine McPhee upset about elimination. I don't think she was like that upset, but I think she was really, you know, competitive and wanted to go and lost another singing show. So anyway, I, it was uh, it was interesting to read the article, but apparently they both had a really great time, both her and, and David Foster doing it. So I just thought I would share that tidbit of information that I accidentally learned today.
1: Very nice. Very. I'm happy for them.
2: <laughs> yeah. Thank you.
1: Why are you saying things? I
2: don't, I don't,
0: I don't
1: know. Okay.
2: (laughs) You're welcome. All right.
1: Just stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we went back to the classic situation here from last week where we ended up having two performances from each of the performers, one singular, like one song regular and then the other song, a duet which this week was with the judges, Robin Thick and Nicole Scherzinger. Now quickly, what did you think of this instead of having guests on?
2: <laughs> it was so much worse. Is that <laughs> bad? Is that bad to say? So let me tell you the first, without going into too much detail, the one with Robin with Banana Split, I spent the whole time trying to figure out where Robin was. It took me a very long time to realize that he was at the judges' table. So it was weird to have him not interacting with them on stage. And then the one with Nicole and queen of hearts was even weirder because it felt like Nicole was of the focus. Absolutely. 100%. Like it was all about her. She's like on her own platform, lit like an angel. And then the queen of hearts is just like left looking like a dodo up on the stage where she She's like barely visible. And then also with the whole musical performance, I felt like Nicole went for the big notes when it's like, isn't this literally the whole point is to show off Queen of Hearts? I felt like Robin understood the assignment. I felt like Nicole did not.
1: I mean, as I, I'm interested that you say that because what it felt to me was they just eclipsed the singers, both of them. It became so much more of a celebration of, oh, my God, like you did good, but we're in the presence of greatness every day on The Mass Singer, and we just don't recognize that enough.
2: But that's really what I how it felt. That's what I said last week about Jesse McCartney. Remember how it was like, oh, Robin's just all, like, he's like, yeah, sure, bull, whatever, fine. But he was, like, yeah. super excited about Jesse McCartney. So yeah. uh, maybe that's just, like, the theme of this. I don't know. But it felt like in the performance itself, especially the Queen of Hearts and Nicole's, it, I don't know, I, I didn't like it. It was fine. I, I mean, it was fine ultimately, but, like, mm, I didn't like it as much as the Michael Bolton, uh, Jesse McCartney ones.
1: Yeah, I don't know. To me, I think the mistake here is that I would have liked it better if they opened with the duet and then let them do their own thing after. Because when they do their own thing first, like, okay, they're putting everything on. It's all them. And then out of nowhere, it's like, Oh, well, would you look at that? We now have the duet and we're so bored. Like it feels like they're so bored with the performers that they're like focusing on the guest, which I don't mm-hmm. like.
2: Yeah, like it was more about the guests. They're like, Mm. wow, we've seen, we've seen the contestant. It's fine.
1: Exactly.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, it's
2: fine. I like the, the A finale, I think better, but I'm really excited for the finale finale.
1: Well, we have a bunch to talk about the B finale. So I'm very curious to see what parts of this did you dislike more? Um, so let's jump in banana splits first up to talk. Okay. So banana splits clue package comes in um they talk about how uh the uh they get a lot of critiques from from the public you know being in the public eye uh the banana gets i'm fame obsessed the split gets that they're not bright but at least they're pretty these are other people saying stuff about them obviously and then the po- there were these two posters side by side one said brain freeze a rich summer film and then mm-hmm. the other was like a menu and it was popcorn dash five, soda, five, and then rotten banana, forty-seven cents.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh,
1: and then there was a Windy City clue, and then they were vent through a lot and they can't get through any they can get through any kind of storm together. Those are kind of the things I wrote down
0: with this glue package.
2: Yeah, I mean, again, like I'm not sure. I didn't go back. I looked to see if 47 was the year that David Foster was born. I think he was born in 49. So it's not that. So I don't know what the 47 means. Maybe it's like Grammy nominations or something. Um, But yeah, I mean, look, we, you know, we've been new about them. They ultimately get unmasked. And apparently the panel also been new about who this is. But I think there were a number of things that just confirmed, what we already... Put together the Windy City. I did a, you know, cursory Google search. Apparently, David Foster and Catherine McVeigh have performed at the Chicago Theater. And I'm sure that's amongst other things. So it definitely, uh, you know, fit. It's just interesting. They've had some weeks where it's like literally no clues. And then this one was probably chock full of clues. It's so random when they decide to do it.
1: Mm, the, hey, listen, it's the mass singer. Logic, leave it at the door. Just leave your logic yeah. at the door. We don't need your logic. But then what did you think about the um performance?
2: Yeah, so they did singing in the rain. <sighs> okay. Obviously, the ice cream, the split piece. Fantastic vocalist. I agree with Jenny. She, you know, the sounds like a record similar to Chris Daughtry, her, you know, previous competitor on American Idol. But the freaking banana man, like air piano, air guitar, air drums. Now he's air conducting. I didn't even know that was like a thing for the backup dancers slash, I guess, orchestra. Oh, my God. I could not believe I was like, he is literally not. Like, don't get me wrong. Maybe he, like, contributed in the producing side. And this is kind of, like, one of those things where it's like, oh, I, I as a naive outsider, don't recognize how much work goes into it. But my, my, I spy with my little eye a banana who contributed nothing to this team, all right? Meanwhile, you got the ice cream lady out here doing splits and tap dancing and carrying all the vocals. So I just, I do feel like, I wonder if she, if Catherine McPhee had gone up against Jewel I genuinely think Catherine McPhee could have like, like that to me is a much, 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 much closer battle.
1: And I mean, ultimately we kind of called our shot from the minute the show started where, you know, again, this is an exit of a duo costume, not a singular costume. And I almost feel like, yes, had Catherine McPhee done it solo, Catherine McPhee would have been at the end, but because it was a gimmick, David Foster was attached to the project. And mm-hmm. whilst it was very cute, you know, the, the, every time they talk about each other, you can tell they're very much in love and they really support mm-hmm. each other, which I love. Um, even at the end with the unmasking, David Foster mentions, you know, who needs me to sing when you've got her up here? She's everything.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah.
1: it's like, yes, but then I find out that David Foster has done some singing of his own. And I was like, oh, so you can sing a
2: little bit. I guess I, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, it just, just like for some, for some stupid reason is really frustrating. It was hilarious for those comments at the end for him to essentially recognize. Yeah, she's the one doing everything. And so then it makes me wonder how this whole thing came about. Was it they wanted Catherine McPhee and she was like, I'll do it. But is it that they had the, you know, the two costume together? And they were like, well, she really liked the costume. And she's they were like, well, the producers said, oh, we want to get it to a pair. So you have to find someone you want to perform with. I genuinely don't know how this came about because I would be, but I would be fascinated to know.
1: I mean, I do not think that. David Foster was forced to perform so I gotta imagine they were like we're doing it together that's the only way we're doing it
2: well yeah but who said that you think they said it together they were like we will come on the show but we will only do it as a team
1: I mean I think Catherine McPhee was you know uh, reached out to I don't think David Foster was so I feel like Catherine McPhee must have said because imagine you're Catherine McPhee the last time you were in a competition like this you came up short do you really want to come on this show and then not win? No. Mm-hmm. Like, that's yeah. no fun. And I feel like Catherine's been, you know, uh, I don't want to speak on it as if, like, you know, I know everything because I certainly may not. But I'm quickly going to do a search on her. But, like, she's been doing fine. Like, she's doing other a bunch of other stuff, you know. She's living her life. She doesn't need this. <laughs> so I imagine they mm-hmm. reached out to her. and She was like, listen, I'll do it. But David's got to come, too.
2: hmm Yeah. Because they're gonna, yeah. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, because then if like if you lose, it's like yeah, it was a pair. You know, like to me, it seems like she loses because she wasn't alone. I feel like we both just talked about that. I feel like Catherine Mm -hmm. McPhee could smoke the other two even solo. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Yeah, not one hundred percent.
2: Maybe. I don't know. Here we are again in this in this situation, but. I don't know. Maybe they're going to work their way through all of the American Idol contestants, like slowly but surely. I'm telling you, the day Taylor Hicks is on The Mass Singer, that's a day I'm excited for.
1: Is it really?
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> really? Of all the people?
1: Like, come on. The, Sanjaya. Was...
2: That's what I meant.
1: Oh my god. Relax, okay? <laughs> Relax. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen. Chris Daughtry has not made it further than Catherine McPhee on Mass Singer. So we'll take That's that. True. We'll take That's that. That's true. He thing.
2: made the finale. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Didn't make the finale. All right. So i, I so ultimately I did like the performance. I did like the performance, but I also noticed, you know, Banana did a whole lot of nothing. And I didn't like I didn't think it was the best performance, but I, it was good. It was a good performance. Um I have three pieces of note for my performance. Mm-hmm. Would you like to hear them?
2: Okay, yeah, I want to hear it.
1: I wrote, I do love the motif with the colors and the blocks.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I wrote, ooh, tap dance solo. <laughs> and then I wrote, banana doing jack shit.
2: <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, that's pretty much a good summary for all of their performances. I mean, you know, sub in the tap dancing for something else. Well, but
1: And that's the thing is that I felt like the tap dancing was supposed to be the big, ooh, the razzle dazzle. Yeah,
2: yeah, it was the razzle dazzle. Yeah, it was I. Or maybe you're just not into tap dancing. Would Irish step dance have been better? Probably worse. Okay, Tearless Tuesday idea. Dances. You do the twist. You do the electric slide. You do the YMCA. I can only list the white people dances. (laughs) You're going to have to help me.
1: Listen, but the thing is, do I qualify as someone who should talk about dances? Do I like... I don't think anyone would think I'm a dancer.
2: Okay. Well, when is it anyone needed to be qualified for anything? Look, if Ben Affleck can win an Academy Award, you can tier list dance moves.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well the thing is like
1: I have like tier listed, you know, food stuff. Yeah, I can eat. I've tier listed some music. I mean, yeah, I can listen to them. I've listened to them. T V shows, I've watched them. I'm a good dancer, but not in the choreograph sense. Not in the this, I'm doing this dance. I freestyle. I do. What I will the music teach you the electric.
2: Me. Anyone can do the electric slide. I will teach you the electric slide. And it's got a song that goes with it.
1: Fine. Maybe I, maybe that's something I do in my off season. How about that?
2: There we go. It's electric. Let's do um, the hustle. It's also, <laughs> wait. <laughs> Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's electric. (laughs) Wait, but then I... uh, The electric slide. Wait, hold on.
0: Electric slide song.
2: Electric, okay. Electric boogie, the electric slide. I had to learn this in like fifth grade. Okay, it is... It is...
0: (laughs)
1: My God! Okay,
2: whatever. I'll te I'll teach you. I'll teach you.
1: Yay! I've been looking forward to learning the hustle.
2: Yeah, we'll stream <laughs> it.
1: Calling it the electric slide. All right, I'll be. We will not. St- I'm not dancing. Yeah, no. you probably
2: get a copyright infringement also.
1: Well, that too. I mean, all right. not
2: Ludwig, but all right. Okay, let's go.
1: Okay, well done, Liana. Throwing in I references made a topical that are-
2: re- <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, that definitely balances out. You bring it up, voce, in the beginning of the episode
2: very yeah With very outdated balanced.
1: nonsense okay sure. all right so then the judges were talking nicole loved this performance but nicole also said she loved the next performance so that means nothing to me mm-hmm. and then it's the return of the nick cannon Canon. now liana is this the first time they've returned one of these gimmicky extra clue dispensers
2: I think they've done things that are similar, like the the T-shirt cannon, uh, not cannon, slingshot kind of thing. Like a similar concept or drop things from the ceiling, but maybe not the brand name Nick Cannon canon. Yeah, this is
1: the first time, like this is the cannon for them, is that this is the first time one has come back, I think.
2: hmm yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah,
2: it's fine. It's in a Cannon Cannon. Mm-hmm. It's got a fun name.
1: I mean, it's literally just the same name twice. Would you say Couscous is a fun name?
2: Oh yeah. Couscous, Mahi Mahi. They're all name fun. Name a third to say. one. Name a
1: third one. I dare you.
2: A canon canon. The, the, <laughs> the, the Nick canon canon. The rule <laughs> of thirds. <laughs> thirds. Okay. Thirds. All right.
1: All right. Let's move on. Okay. So that's that. Um, then this is where I have some qualms. Okay. I have some qualms. I have some thoughts that I want to put out here. Okay. So this is where the the canon clue is a garden t-shirt. And uh-huh. the the person says, Banana says, Nicole, I love when you plant a little seed and watch it grow over the years. Immediately, Nicole realizes, yep, I know who this is. I got my star on a show called Pop Stars. One of the producers on the show was David Foster. Uh, recently produced me with Andrea Bocelli. So she went in. She went in, I know who this is, that's it. Ken also, like, co-signed it. Robin was like, listen, I grew up with David being best friends with my dad. This isn't Uncle David. He went off on his own sidetrack. Like, I think this is Ryan Tedder and Leona Lewis. This is where I have a problem, okay? At the end of the show, three out of the four judges correctly had David Foster, Catherine Mm -hmm. McPhee in their envelope. So three of Mm -hmm. the four judges scored a point Mm -hmm. because those three kept the same. They were like, I'm not changing my answer. Okay. Mm
0: -hmm. But in this scene, Jenny freaking McCarthy triples down and says, no, I
1: don't think that's it. I I'm convinced this is 100% Jeff Goldblum and his wife, Emily.
2: And then, oh, when, yeah, like like after the first performance, you mean? Yeah,
1: and then when uh-huh. you get to the the end of the show, she's like, "No, I'm a hundred percent sure it's
0: it's uh, uh, David Foster and Catherine McPhee." Mm-hmm. Yeah, explain this to me. I'm frustrated
1: well, because you think I'm stupid. <laughs> I yes. don't like it.
2: Uh, yes, the show, as uh, we all know heavily 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 produced and uh what a bummer it would be if every week they were like yep my vault guess is this person and i'm sticking with it but uh it definitely had the whiplash because it was within the same episode you know i can yes. forget that maybe they didn't guess them in in previous weeks but when you have someone so convinced And then, you know, what feels like 30 minutes later in edited time, they're absolutely convinced a different direction, which also then I said they were going to hit the button for these two. Like these, these, and it would have made more sense because so many of them had figured it out. So I don't understand why they didn't take the obvious route and use the button on these guys.
1: So they buttoned for the caterpillar
2: and hot pepper. Both were wrong. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, see, the buttons flop. The buttons will flop because now it's flop. Like they, they did just didn't want to do it, which makes right. sense. Why would you do it? Okay. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to feel. Again, it's only this season that I felt this way, like to this degree, because I've, bad. I've, it, cause it feels like they're trying to pretend they're dumb and mm. s- stuff like this proves that to me. Cause mm-hmm. how ridiculous do you think your audience is that we're not going to pick up in the same episode? You've said two different things and you've backed them like they're factual.
2: Right, right. I don't like it. (sighs) They think we dumb. We not. We big brain. Wrinkles. Wrinkled brain.
0: I'm going to ignore you now.
2: Smooth brain.
1: And move on. Okay?
2: (laughs) Okay. That's probably a smart call (laughs) in general.
1: Yeah. You know what? Let's take a second. Let's throw to some sponsor and then we'll come back and I'll mm-hmm. talk to you again.
2: Maybe. Okay, bye.
1: And we're back. Okay, Liana. I guess I'll talk to you again. Uh-huh. Shall we go talk about the Queen of Hearts' first performance then?
2: Yeah. Let's do it. The, this perform, well, I guess we talked about the clue package first. Yes. So she talks about the, there was a time in her life where she was living like an animal, just, you know, Maslow's loves hierarchy of needs starting at that low level, just getting food, shelter. Then there was the image of the red devil. There was a traffic light. And then she ran into a man who gave her $5. And then there was a rainbow. I don't know if that's important. And so essentially the whole concept is, well, she's seen life from both sides, both poor and wealthy. And the closing message, which sounded a little bit like a fortune cookie that's not an actual fortune, is, poorest people are the most generous.
1: Mm-hmm. And I mean, if someone who's seen both sides of the coin isn't Jewel, then who is it? Right?
2: Yeah. Yep. No. I, and, and even, I mean, this performance, this, uh, this was, uh, Sia, right? Which, by the mm-hmm. way, a Sia song, Perfect way to get yourself to the finale. We've seen this happen before. So great song choice. Bird set free. It actually felt like the crowd was cheering before she even started. Or maybe it was like right when she started. I don't know. Either way. Uh it, it was really great. I mean, you can hear her tone. She's such an outstanding vocalist. You've got the cut to the audience member who's tearing up. The only thing I didn't quite like is it felt very disconnected from the interpretive dance troops in the back. <laughs> they were like doing their own thing, like lit in white, and then she's lit in red. So that was the only thing I didn't like about it. But the song choice performance, outstanding.
1: Yeah, I honestly loved this performance a lot more than the Banana Splits performance. And it just felt like Queen of Hearts spoke, you know, mm-hmm. and, and declared, I'm the winner. We're very done here. Let's not even continue the next round. It felt that much stronger than the Banana split to me personally. And, like, it wasn't just audience member. Nicole was crying. Ken looked like he was wiping away tears. Like, this moved everybody involved. And I thought it was mm-hmm. perfect. Which then mm-hmm. felt like, well, do we have to go through the duet rounds, please? Like maybe not?
2: <laughs> you know what this felt like to me? This felt like the first lip sync for the crown. Also spoilers for Drag Race season nine, I guess. Um, it felt like the first lip sync for the crown where Sasha Valor, uh, when she went up, uh, against, um. Oh, is know, this
1: like- the I get emotional baby? I'm so emotional. Yeah, so me.
2: emotional. Mm. Um, It felt very much, against Shea and it felt very much like, well, Sasha earned, like, not that she didn't do a great, jo- great job against Peppermint in the last round, but it felt like Sasha Valour earned the title in that first round performance. It very much felt like the same thing here. It felt like the Queen of Hearts earns that finale spot from this performance. And so even though, in my opinion, the duet was a complete shambles for her. It kind of didn't matter because she had already solidified the win. Yeah,
1: It was a very stop-the-count situation. I was like, all right, we're yeah. done. We're done. Exactly. You know, let's not yeah. even proceed.
2: Yeah. Filling yeah. yeah. in Cedar Rapids.
1: Exactly. Well, yeah. that's a very timely reference. Yeah.
2: Thank you. Thank
1: you. Definitely
0: not <laughs> like eight years old at this point.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, okay. baby. So it's interesting because I
1: disagree with you on the duets, but we'll get there. So oh, dare you? No, I mean, you can't. Well, we can have different opinions. That's allowed.
0: <laughs> mm, okay.
1: Um the the Nick Cannon Canon clue was a T-shirt that said wrestle.
2: Does oh, that
1: give you anything? <sighs> Did you search this nah. up? Nah, nah, I
2: didn't even bother.
1: Yeah, well I'm gonna
2: <laughs> Okay. I I mean and then she says the thing I think not afraid to get uh get in the ring and get a bit dirty, which gets the at least Ken fixated on Christina Aguilera or X mm-hmm. And that I think is either a red herring because it's very obviously not Christina Aguilera, she's a very distinct voice as well. So clearly there's some other Relation, which I don't know if you have found anything about wrestling for her. I'm sure she's performed at some events, right?
1: There's the closest thing. And the only thing I got
2: mm-hmm. is
1: that there is a pay-per-view called the crown jewel that happens yearly. That's it. Ah,
2: okay. I don't so think maybe. that's the
1: match though. I I don't think so. I wouldn't say so.
2: Yeah. That'd be wild. Right. Well, um, yeah. I don't know. Nice okay. Jewel. It's true. uh, Even if there's no real wrestling component, there's so many different ways you can interpret it. like, well, one time as a child, she wrestled a friend or something. I don't know. Okay. She's arm wrestled someone one time in her life, right? And then that counts.
1: I'm wrestling with the urge to continue this podcast with you. Okay,
2: sorry. sorry. (laughs) Why are
1: you apologizing?
2: I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> oh, we'll wrestle about it later
1: okay sounds great <laughs> Um, so yeah Nicole lands on Jewel in the deliberation and obviously Nicole's coming out looking like the MVP to me from the judges and then mm-hmm. we're about to go to commercial but then we don't because Ken is talking about how Nick Cannon keeps flaunting this cannon and talking about the Nick Cannon cannon so Ken whips out the Ken Jong. he says cannon but it's spelled Ken on. So canon. Yeah. It was Ken- kind of weird. Ken-on. And then it shot out some confetti. It wasn't even like a lot of confetti. It was a little bit of confetti.
2: Hmm. Do you think they just couldn't put any more confetti in it?
1: I don't it looked like it was deep enough and, and wide enough to withstand more confetti, but <laughs> it didn't have any more confetti. Why are you laughing?
2: No. No reason. Are you let's continue? No, let's just move on. So, then what happens? Tell me.
1: (laughs) Then we will go into the duet portion of the night where Banana Split's about to sing with Robin Thick and Nicole's gonna sing with the oh my god, (laughs) Queen of Hearts. Wow. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, you take it away. Tell us about the Banana Split.
2: Okay, well, I did want to mention the TMZ article, which I looked up. Hunter Hayes is the one in the bull's corner. Ugh,
1: I don't care about you
2: don't care about the astronaut? Okay, well, fine. No. So, yeah, (laughs) I thought that of the two duets, I liked the Banana Splits duet better. The duet with Robin. Because I felt that Robin only added, and Robin did not take away from the performance. It was like he started it, but then it was mostly just trying to put the spotlight on, on them, on the banana split. Also, can you call it a duet when there's three people, a triette?
1: Yes, because banana did nothing.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I disagree with you, Liana. I felt like it what? was more the Robin show. It was like Robin opened the song. Robin held like the song way more than he should have before he passed the mic over to the split. And at that point I felt like it just became Robin's song and it was more like featuring split. Like that's how it yeah. felt the whole way through. Whereas with, with the queen of hearts and Nicole, it was a lot more of a duet where one is saying dream on then The other one's saying dream on then The other one's saying like it's back and forth, back and forth. Whereas this was a, and I passed the mic to Robin and then Robin's like, I'm going to do my sexy thing. And then Ken's like, oogling over it it was like it was mostly Robin to me
2: Hmm. all right yeah may, maybe that's the maybe that was the case see it's funny because I had like the same impression of the second one I felt like Nicole really stole the show from Queen of Hearts it felt like the Queen of Hearts was just also there
1: well I think it was the combination of the song choices and the camera work and then them panning to the judges and the performers at a certain time really highlighted the judges portion because we were supposed to be amazed at how good the judges are and and how much they've still got it based on the way they kept talking about stuff. So definitely, I feel like that was the sh- kind of the shows doing too. Mm-hmm. not to say that obviously, like we're not saying that split was bad nor queen of hearts was bad, but we're simply highlighting that this almost felt like, you know what? It felt like it was a little bit, um, self-serving.
2: Yeah. Having the that, judges on. That's what Nicole's felt like to me. It felt like she was in this absolute. And again, I'm not, it's not anything bad. It's just the whole point is to show off the queen of hearts. And Nicole is out here in this absolutely stunningly stoned outfit. Cleopatra type outfit. Queen Amadala type outfit. Mm -hmm. And she looks absolutely stunning. She but she's on her own isolated platform, well lit, shining, like the the star that she is. And I was like, I'm sorry, Queen of Hearts who. And that's completely not the point. In my opinion. In my opinion.
1: Yeah. Well I think ultimately It's it's one of those things where, you know, you can picture any other type of situation, right? So let's say you are at your daughter's recital and Mm -hmm. your daughter can only perform if like you're there rooting for her. And so you're going to stand like beneath the stage, like to the left where she can see you very closely or close to the stage. Or you can put on full gear and be next to her on the stage then the eyes might be going on to you. And that's how I felt here, where the judges clearly treated it as a big thing as well. So they both went all out. They both got outfits. They both came in with the strong vocals, which is not, again, not a bad thing. But when you don't do it often either, and it's the first time we're ever hearing them perform, it does put the attention on them more so than your two performers.
2: Exactly. Exactly. And that was why it felt it felt so different. And I think the fact that they weren't performing on the same stage together as well was also an issue because with Jesse McCartney and Michael Bolton, they were on the stage together. So there was chemistry between the two parties. Whereas this Robin's up with the judges and the split is on the stage. And then with Nicole, as I've touched on, she was on her own little platform. Mm -hmm. So they couldn't really like, it just—it wasn't syner- well, synergetic. synergistic. Yes, syner- syner- synergies. Synergistic. You were fine with synergistic. synergistic. It's synergistic. synergistic.
0: Yes.
1: Um I Well, I that. think the biggest reason for this, right? They brought it up a couple times, is that they didn't rehearse together. They had to rehearse separately and then do the performance for the first time on stage together. They but did I don't not rehearse. Why? I mean, I have to imagine it's because they don't want the judges to know who it is or some kind of nonsense of that nature, um, potentially, hmm. because let's assume that the handlers and stuff will know who it is because they hear some stuff off off, like, you know, in the rehearsals. Sure. So but then that doesn't Fine. help either, because if OK, so let's put it this way, right? If Uh, You and I are going to do a presentation together and it's a joint presentation, but we're practicing completely alone. I am the narrator when I'm practicing. I'm the main. And then when you're practicing, you're the main. Then when we come together, that energy might not match. Whereas if we do it together and it's like, okay, these are your parts, these are my parts, and we do it separately. I mean, together, then it's more of a, you know, dual project. I mean, I'm saying this, I didn't even need to analogize it. That's definitely not a word. Um, we're Analogize. on the same page. Synergies.
2: Synergies. Oh God!
1: No! <laughs> no!
2: Oh my God!
1: We're gonna get this podcast canceled, dude. We're not gonna have one. It was whatever, fun.
2: bro. Whatever, bro. <laughs> okay. All right. So now that we have repeated ourselves several times on how we felt about, am
1: I censoring that or no? <laughs>
2: I didn't say anything bad. I'm just, uh I'm exploring the English language, Booyah. It's a rich, right. hearty environment for us to learn.
1: The Chef Boyardee of languages.
2: Have you tried Chef Boyardee? No. Have you ever had it? So when I was a child, my mom never let me have it because she was like, that's not healthy. It's not good for you. So as an adult, a 19-year-old, I was like, I am eating Chef Boyardee. You best believe. I am going to go buy some Chef Boyardee. It was awful. I tried it and it, maybe I didn't heat it properly or something. It was not my cup, not my can of beans, if you know what I'm saying. It was just, mm, did not appreciate it.
1: Have you seen those, the new ones, the, the, what's it called? The chunky Chef Boyardee?
2: Oh, no. They have chunky Chef Boyardee? What does that yeah, I, mean?
1: Yeah, I I had a bowl the other day, and boy, was it
0: Artie. I hate you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. They do have, ch- okay, wait, here. Chef Boyardee lasagna, pasta with chunky tomato and meat sauce. Mm. <laughs> uh, is Chef Boyardi the guy on the Chef boyardee cans? Is that him? He is Chef Boyardi Yes. Also, is it Chef Boyardi? Or is it Chef boyardee
0: I think it's the second one.
2: Oh Bo be- oh, oh me amor, Chef Boyardi.
1: Liana, Liana, Liana. Knock knock.
2: Oh, uh, who's there? Boyardi. Boyardi who?
1: Boyardi's
0: nuts.
2: No! <laughs> okay, wait, I have one. I have one, but you have to start it.
0: Knock knock. Who's there? Uh Boyardi. Show <laughs> <laughs> <Sure>, Boyardi's nuts.
1: <laughs> Your joke was that you're gonna repeat what I said back to me? <laughs>
2: I didn't have a joke i didn't have one and i said you start it what does that even mean yeah i was like <laughs> okay <laughs> but i didn't want to got got twice so i didn't want to say chef boyardee who <laughs> so i didn't know what to do i panicked <laughs> oh man wait are oh, we yeah. recording wait, a podcast yeah up. we're on
1: podcast okay
2: okay chef boyardee was there's someone called Boy the Chef okay wait hold on chef boyardi is either a real person or has a daughter i saw somewhere it's got a daughter on the little thing on the side when i google it, it says daughter anna boyardi but it's spelled b o i a r d i maybe that's their real last name <gasps> he's a real person
0: yeah i should hope so
2: hector boyardi he's an italian immigrant nice Oh, I feel like I'm learning so much today. Look, it was still bad, but, you know, now I can say I learned something. Have yeah. you ever had beefaroni?
0: Huh? Have you ever had beefaroni? No. Okay. But that does sound good. Okay. You don't think it would be good, or are you, have you tried it?
2: No, that's That's the end of my line of questioning. It's just Why? a funny word. It's a funny word, beefaroni. <laughs> i
0: look it up. Beefaroni.
2: <laughs> it's a classic Italian dish.
1: Oh, it it just looks like macaroni and meat sauce.
2: Ah, it's a beefaroni.
1: That's offensive. I think. <laughs> <laughs> not to like, not in any particular way, just to my ears. I didn't like it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Alright. Uh so Mass Singer.
1: Right, that's where we were. God, I'm gonna have to listen back to this and edit it. For no, sure.
2: you're not. <laughs> okay, so wait, we didn't talk about the fact that Dr. Phil was a video message. For... Oh, and,
1: and Hillary Swank as well. Yeah,
2: but we knew that. that Hillary Swank was her best friend. We learned that in the very first clue package. Exactly. Yeah. So I actually got confused because I thought the banana split got two both Hillary Swank and Dr. Phil, and I was like, well, that's not fair. And then I realized it was for the... Dr.
1: Phil needs to stop being relevant. Like, why is Dr. Phil still relevant?
2: I don't know. Don't even get me started on TV doctors. The fact that Dr. Oz is running for what, like, Pennsylvania governor or something? Dr. Oz. Uh, Let's see.
0: No, Liana, no, let's not see.
1: Okay, (laughs) we're talking about Dr. (laughs) Phil. Senate side-changing us.
2: Oh, okay, yeah. So Dr. Phil was there uh, in video, and Hillary Swank was there. That's honestly that's all I have to say. I just wanted to mention that Dr. Phil was the video, which I I don't know what the relation that Dr. Phil has to uh, to either of them, David Foster, no Catherine clue. McPhee. I just assume I mean, all celebrities know each other.
1: Yeah, uh, they're they're in the same circles, maybe some kind of sure. way. Okay, sure. so so we can move on now. Talk about. Uh, Hillary, sorry, Queen of Hearts. Hillary Swank was the, the good luck person there. Uh, the performance was Dream On by Aerosmith. Nicole opens the, see, the, for me, I felt like Nicole opened the performance and then Queen of Hearts took over. Maybe it was because it wasn't as long as when Robin, like I think if we time it, Robin mm-hmm. sang more out the gate before he passes the mic on, whereas Nicole passes the baton on quicker. And I feel like but that see- made me feel like it was more of a shared endeavor. But, like, yes. I do agree that Nicole, obviously, Nicole looked stunning and looked like this was her show, like, yes. differently than Robin Thicke. But also, Robin's the same dude that wore, like, Hawaiian shirts all season last year. So, he's not exactly the, the epitome of fashion.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. So, the thing is, is that Nicole is, like I said, separately lit off on her own. And I do hear your point mm-hmm. about, oh, well, she passed the baton off faster, but I felt that it was in some of the higher notes later where it felt like Nicole was trying to outshine the Queen of Hearts. I felt like their voices didn't really match together. I just... I It was fine. I just felt like it didn't quite mesh in the right way. I mean, the audience seemed to enjoy it, so maybe there's something about the live performance, but for me, it didn't necessarily translate. And,
1: and that's completely understandable. I think. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, that's it really for that. Part. I don't know much else to add. I feel like we've talked about it all up. So we're good. Um, we'll go to the final guesses. Okay. Queen of hearts won in the finals facing the bull. Uh, okay. actually quick question. Who's winning?
0: Queen of hearts. Ah, <sighs> that's what no? I want. That's what I want, but
2: that's what you want. Really? I, I feel like Queen you would go razzle dazzle all the time.
1: No, I mean, I've, I've resonated with the Queen of Hearts. I feel like the Queen of Hearts has made Aww. me feel things this season. Aww. I've loved it.
2: Yeah. That's so oh,
0: yeah.
2: I like that. Oh, that's, oh, that's nice.
1: Okay. Well, now maybe I change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but then the Bulls been, that's the thing is that uh, I feel like my razzle dazzle fandom makes me think that it's the Bulls to lose. But then again, I thought it was going to be the frogs to lose. I thought right. it was going to be the turtles to lose. You know, like I've I've had other picks that have not panned yeah. out.
2: We were the thing was is that we we knew the frog wasn't good, bro. It's just the frog got so much positive feedback from everybody that it just felt like he was gonna win. But yeah. here, I think both are getting really good feedback. But I think ultimately, I think the Queen of Hearts is so unique. I feel that the audience has responded super well. The judges have responded super well. The judges have cried. The judges have cried. <laughs> they have emptied their tear ducts for this woman. I just feel mm-hmm. like it's going to be the queen of hearts. That's that's my heart. My heart. Okay, let's do heart, head, gut. My heart is saying queen of hearts. My, yeah, My all of them are saying queen of hearts.
0: There we go. Okay, so my Queen heart, of my
2: heart, my head, my gut. Do all of your okay. heart, head, gut say that?
1: Um, maybe not. But this is going to be the official podcast prediction. Queen of Hearts taking the crown here, which would I make so. me the draft winner, which would be amazing.
2: I uh, yes. yes, 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 it would, and I'd be very proud of you. I will say though, you got to watch that video of her, and I didn't. And and, and honestly, if I had heard that video, I would have picked her probably first.
1: Mm. Relax, okay. You picked Mother Nature first, and that was a bad choice.
2: Yeah, that was a bust. Oof. Yeah. Well to be Screw fair. Me, nature, I, I, yeah, right? I, I <laughs> let's picked, go global warming.
1: <laughs> I picked Queen of Hearts like mid-round. I didn't even pick her early.
2: So. Yeah, no, I know that. And then you were I like, Yeah, she can say You were like, Yeah, she's fine. <laughs> oh my god, not the Duck Dynasty. I remember the Queen of Hearts, you're like, Oh yeah, she's fine. She's a fine singer. And then I watched the video. It's like, what are you talking about, bro? She's killer. Uh, Classic anyway.
1: undersell overget. I
2: know. It's yeah. a good, it's a good strat.
1: Nailed it. Okay. So the judges, three of them predicted David Foster and Catherine McPhee. Mm-hmm. Those three were all the people not named Robin Thick. Mm-hmm. And then Robin Thick said Ryan Tedder and Leona Lewis. Correct? No. He had Jennifer Nettles, Nettle Jennifer
2: Nettles and that other and guy. The,
1: Yeah. And then he changed it to Ryan Tedder and Leona Lewis. Yes. Okay.
2: Yes. It was, huh? Go ahead. It was, oh, I was going to say it's hilarious that Robin has known David since birth and is the only one who not only didn't get him in the vault guess, but also didn't change his answer.
1: (laughs) I just can't get over the fact that you're saying Ryan Tedder. Okay. You're saying Ryan Tedder is the duck or sorry, the duck, the banana and that would mean that Ryan, the banana's the lead vocalist of one republic.
2: And did one. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Why the heck would that be the case?
2: And that's also Robert. that's not Leona Lewis either. So it was just bad all around.
1: Yeah, bad pickings.
2: <sighs> bad pickings.
1: But but unbelievably, this going into the finale now, the score sheet is two to two to one to one. With Ken Jong and Nicole Scherzinger in the lead, I predicted last week that I think this is Ken's season. I think Ken's going to win it. I think it's going to be Ken's so, golden year. Here's
2: the thing, though. Nicole is for sure going to get the bull. You think so? Oh, 100%. They've worked together multiple times. Uh, I I really genuinely believe that she knows exactly who this is. Interesting. So she's so going to get a point for Todrick. And then... We could go to a tie. We could go to a tie, but that means that Ken would have to get either Jewel or Todrick. Todrick. And I don't think he's going to get Todrick. He might get Jewel. He could get Jewel. But I think Nicole will get Jewel. Also, I think this is Nicole's. I think Nicole's going to win.
1: Okay. Well, that's how we're going to, that's our prediction there. You're going to say Nicole. I'm going to stick with Ken. We'll okay. see what happens.
2: Now I know that I am technically mathematically eliminated from our golden ear trophy but we do have to discuss something because for my locked in guess i wrote katherine mcphee and question mark now i know that that's the same as robin's guess of jennifer nettles and that other guy which you could essentially substitute question mark for that other guy Mm -hmm. do i get a point here
1: I mean, at best, it's half a point,
0: isn't it?
2: That I'll take it. I'll take that. <laughs> that is oh a success. Oh, that's amazing! Oh my god, you just made my day! Oh wow, <laughs> look at me go! I have a half a point. I'm not you gonna got a catch half a point with a all zero. to yourself. <laughs> Did not lay a goose egg.
1: No goose egg for you. Amazing. I'm actually <laughs> trying to go back and see what my banana split guess was.
2: Well. if you get David Foster together we would have collectively guessed
1: that would be wild Um, (laughs) what's frustrating (laughs) is in my notes I somehow do not have season 6 episode 3 what do you mean I don't have notes for that episode even though like it's somewhere I just maybe didn't name them title them correctly
2: I mean we did the podcast yeah maybe you just didn't title it
1: I mean that's what it is because I have notes for everything else um,
2: okay, so I get your point also, so I get one and a half points.
1: Um, ha- take many seats, okay? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ridiculous is that request.
2: I mathematized it. I'm what huh? to who to me in my own head? <laughs> a science, uh, oh right. man, well,
1: to be honest if I even had any of it, it would have been Catherine McPhee. So yeah. I don't think, and I don't think I would have guessed um, one half and not the other. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. going to bother me. I'm going to want to find this, but I can always bring it up in the next episode. But I guess this is what I did. Okay. Right. So ultimately, I mean, it again, you've,
2: you've won. So yeah,
1: no, I think I've won already. So I don't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll tell you this though. Um, I don't think I got the other two.
2: Okay, I for sure did or not did get, get Jewel, and I don't think I got Todrick Hall. So I will most likely end with <laughs> half a point.
1: <laughs> is this the only one you got? I think so. Oh, God. Tragic. Okay.
2: All it right. is extra tragic, but not as tragic as Robin Thicke telling Tyga that he is the young hottest cat in the game on our show. <laughs> I found that in my notes when I went when I went back to get my Catherine McPhee guess, and I was like, Robin did not say that. Oh, Young hottest so cats in the game on our show.
1: That's so bad.
2: <laughs> like Tyga and Lil Wayne. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um I did write in my notes that if Queen of Hearts doesn't win, this uh-huh. is the biggest upset, and that's counting when Buster Rhymes went out first. Like this would have counted as worse for me. If
2: Queen of Hearts doesn't win the group A or if Queen of Hearts or group B or if Queen of Hearts doesn't win the whole thing.
1: If Queen of Hearts didn't yeah. win the whole thing.
2: Okay. It didn't win the whole thing. Ooh. No, sorry. Not okay. the whole thing.
1: Sorry. No, no, no. This oh. round, this round, this round. This
2: round this oh, okay. Okay. Round. Okay. Okay. All right. I was going to say calling your shot. Damn.
1: No, no, that, that's, that doesn't sound like me. Calling no, that shot doesn't in sound like you. Okay. okay. All right. All right great. We're at the end. It's over. Yep. I, I, I'm. Yep dumbfounded that we were we are 50 minutes in but also we went on some segues that uh less we talk about the better (laughs) but let the people know liana where can they find you what do you have going on all that good stuff
2: yeah so you can find me eating chef boyardee beefaroni in a can on twitter
1: why are you ad-libbing you don't need to freestyle this
2: (laughs) Okay. I'm looking at the Chef Boyardee Wikipedia page. Can I read you some of their discontinued product, uh, products?
1: Um sure.
2: Beefaghetti. Like beef o'getti. <laughs> <laughs> uh they have Chef Junior Ninja Turtle pasta shapes. I feel like that's exciting. They have Kickin' Sloppy Joe mini yeah. dinosaurs oh my god pepperoni pizza oh it's a pepperoni pizza rolly roller coaster pasta shapes with mini meatballs oh my god the smurfs mini pasta shapes of mi- sir sh- sir chomps a lot bite-sized cheese ravioli what is the sir chomps a lot oh he was an alligator Okay, anyway, you can find me at Chomps a lot on Twitter. I'm podcasting about Survivor on the RHAP B and B and this week, Kuya, we've a very special lineup. You eh? do? Yeah. Do you want to tell us about that?
0: Um eh? <laughs> Well, I'm going to be there. Yeah. Because
1: Mike Bloom is busy. So I'm here to fill very, very big shoes Mike has, very clown feet size shoes.
2: He seems like a clown foot kind of guy.
1: Wow. Okay. I was is that kidding. an insult? I don't know, probably. Okay. Um, but I'm there. I'm I'll be there and uh it's double date night over on the BMB this week, I right hear.
2: That's right. So you're filling in for Mike as he is on the feedback show. We're gonna have Jenny and the great Phil T, the two of them together to talk about all things. Penultimate Survivor on the RHAP B and B. I think we got a lot of fun games planned. I uh spoiler alert, we're doing some mad libs. I wrote those up today, so I'm very excited. And uh yeah, just gonna hang out, you know, have a, a wholesome date night for the family and all.
1: Hell yes, and I'm very excited about that. Liana, I found my notes for episode Oh, okay. Three. Who did
2: you who did you put?
1: I'm so mad right now. Oh no. <laughs> Because first of all, I didn't guess anybody. I don't see any oh I wrote oh. the uh the Hughes. Remember the Derek oh, yes. Hughes the Huffs. The Huffs, yes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I wrote them. Mm-hmm. It's not them. Um in the first appearance of the banana split, Jenny McCarthy literally said this could be Catherine McPhee and David Foster. In her
2: first uh, guess. Like
1: so <laughs> okay, don't act like it. it's suddenly Jeff Goldblum and his wife. Okay? That's ridiculous.
2: Okay, Yeah, I mean, the okay. thing is, is we know they give a bunch of guesses, so maybe they just cut her saying. She's like, well, obviously I've been saying that's Catherine McPhee and David Foster for a long time, but blah, 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 blah.
1: Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Insert terrible um, guesses here. <laughs> exactly. You want to know for who I have for Queen of Hearts?
2: Who? No, don't tell me. It was, uh, we'll
1: talk about it later on the finale. <laughs> okay. You is can it find dual? me on, no, you can find me on Twitter yeah. at Puyasim. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Puya. I do stream there three, four times a week. Come say hi. Always is appreciated. I had the great Sasha Joseph on with me this week to talk about the reunion tell-all episode of Nine Day Fiancé The Other Way. It was a great time with Sasha. We wrapped everything up. That season's done and dusted. This upcoming week is the premiere of 90 Day Fiance before the 90-day season five. And I've got the one and only, the greatest, Rob Sesternino joining me back in the commentary panel on the Hot Mess Express, ready to talk all about this new season of 90 Day Fiance. So it'll be great to have Rob back on that. And obviously, like Liana mentioned, Double Date Night over on the BNB. So that'll be a good time as well. And I also got to talk succession. With Josh Wigler over on Post Your Recaps. We talked about this penultimate episode leading to the finale of season three. So definitely check that out if you have the time. Really do appreciate you listening if you made it this far. And if you have, may we give you one more request? Please, if you can, leave a rating and review for this podcast. It is greatly appreciated. It allows people to find this podcast. And it allows us to potentially... Be the best masked singer podcast ahead of Bow Wow's podcast, which is the unofficial, which is the official podcast. We're trying to unofficially beat the official podcast. So you could help do that. Please, if you can go over to, um, <laughs> slash masked singer. Don't laugh at me. That's right. robaswebsite.com slash M A S K E D S I N G E R. Any rating and review is greatly appreciated.
2: And right. we will mail you a can of beefaroni.
1: Uh, I am not making that promise, but if Liana's going to do it, then that's on Liana. Okay.
2: A personalized signed can signed <laughs> by us, not Chef RD, I'm pretty sure.
1: Also, he is, uh, to no clarify, if that is causing you to not want to leave a review, you, you, you don't you don't have to get a canopy for him. No, it we is a mandatory. <laughs> Liana, I'm trying to get some reviews here
2: fine you don't have to but if you want a can of beefaroni we'll send one
1: okay you don't have to but just know that liana's trying to find excuses to buy beefaroni so we're i just going to say the
2: word house. beefaroni <laughs>
1: <laughs> you want to know what's really funny liana huh so every week right before we hit record i try and think oh no i forgot what you know what our intro names are gonna be like okay So I opened this episode three document, and in that episode, for whatever reason, I called myself the mannequin. And then this week, I called you the mannequin.
2: That's weird. Have you been going to stores and looking at the mannequins in the window? No, I just just try and think of
1: I try and think of random things to bring up. So I went with mannequin.
2: Is it because you have that little thing on your desk the little statue the person little hand? hand mannequin hand
1: thing? might be but i don't know i wouldn't think that's a hand. okay anyways, anyways thank you everyone for, it, for coming bye. through appreciate you be for only you later
0: who's under to i want to talk about this, and this